seems like there really are no down days for HGTV Canada host Scott McGilvery. But it looks like this spring, or even now, is shaping up to be especially busy for the real estate expert and contractor, including a new four-part series that takes the whole idea of Scott's vacation house rules and turns it around, makes it personal. Here's a preview. I'm Scott McGilvery, real estate investor and renovator. I love it! For years, I've helped homeowners create dream vacation properties with my vacation house rules. This is the place. This time, I'm putting those rules to the ultimate test. On a rental property of my own. This is going to be a huge project. Really big. With the help from old friends and some new ones. Roll up your sleeves. Roll up your sleeves, girl. (laughs) Wow. This looks so much better. Huge change. It's time to take on my own vacation house. That's right. He's taking on his own vacation house along with his family, wife, Sabrina, daughters, Layla and Maya, all stars of this one, as they look to convert what is a very large property on Ontario's Kawartha Lakes, northeast of Toronto, and make it both a cottage for them and a profitable rental property as well. So joining me now to explain how this is all going to work is HGTV host and star Scott McGilvery. Thanks so much for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on the show, Ben. I was I was just reading over, you know, I always go back and read over people's bios. 300 shows that you've done now over, over the course of <clears throat> the past more than a decade at this point. Uh, how do you look back at that now? It, it seems like an incredible, incredible run to, to have done that many episodes already. It's exhausting. No, it's, uh, <laughs> sure. honestly, I, I feel pretty fortunate about it. I would say almost... Well, not quite, but uh, almost half of the renovations that we've done have been through TV shows, which is phenomenal. Um, but it, it's we love it. Like I thrive in this space. Um, and I think you might be reading an old bio. We're probably closer to 400 episodes oh, at this probably. point. But, but that's OK. Um, we're up. We're up to 50 episodes of this show. We did 280 episodes of income property. We've done. Yeah, we've done a lot of shows, but either way, it's. Uh, did I ever think I would do this many episodes? Absolutely not. But it just seems that people are fascinated with real estate. People love to get inspired. They love design ideas, construction ideas, real estate investing tips. And uh, that's something that we we try to put into all of our episodes. How do you feel like over the course of those more than 400, you're absolutely right, over the course of those um, episodes, how do you feel like you've grown as as both sort of a, a giver of advice, but also just as a host? <sighs> Um, I on it to be honest, honest, I don't feel that I've changed all that much. And I, I, and I never tried to change. In fact, I always feel like a bit of an imposter in the, in the t- television space or the celebrity space. Cause it's, you know, I, I've been, I've been married for 15 years since, you know, and my wife and I were together before I started doing shows. And you'll see that the people on the shows, it's like my family, it's my friends that I've had for 25, 30 years. It's, uh, this is just always who I've been. It just so happens that there's a camera filming it. And, uh, um, and I like that. I, I, like, I never, I'm very thankful for the things that I have. And I wasn't looking to television to, to, bring me anything different than what I had going on in my life. So I would say my biggest challenge has been trying to, or just, just staying true to who I am with all the distractions that come from being in television. Some of the temptations as well, like, do you move here and take that opportunity? And, you know, like, do you, you can move to LA and you can, 
get paid more money, but then you're leaving, you're removing your family from your hometown and you're moving away from your friends. So it's, it's definitely been a challenge, but I feel like now more than ever, I'm super comfortable where I am. I know that I've made the right decisions. Um, I love doing the shows and I can do them. I can do them from home. I can do a media tour from home. I can invest and continue to invest in real estate the way I've always enjoyed doing it and still produce shows that help other people achieve their goals as well. So although it has been a long journey and it's not lost on me how, uh, how fortunate I am to be exposed to some of these things, I would say that as a person, I probably haven't changed at all. <laughs> Same guy. That's, I mean, and therein lies the key, right? I mean, that's, that's the key. If you can do that. So if you, it's not easy to be able to do that with, with all the pressures that, I mean, I worked in TV for a long time. I was always curious watching your shows, other renovation shows. What is the one thing that is the hardest to do with the cameras on compared to what you used to do when you were just doing it on your own? I think that at the beginning, what I remember is the hardest thing was to like accept my mistakes, right? Nobody's perfect. And let's be honest, my, my shows, most all the shows that are on HGTV, they're pre-taped and edited. It's not live television. And at first when the cameras were rolling and something was going wrong, um, my, in my gut, I wanted to either fix it right away or, you know, find a way to edit around it in some capacity as if it was an embarrassment. But I learned that these mistakes are opportunities. They're opportunities to show people what's happening in real life. Um, they're opportunities to try something different. And I started to lean into um, these challenges and some of these moments just, just to be authentic. And it's and certainly, I mean, it's it certainly brings it home to people, viewers, I think, to know that mistakes happen, that you don't have to be perfect, right? That there is, uh, that there are hits and misses anytime you take on a big project. And that brings me to your new show, which is very much turning the camera toward back towards you and your family in this new uh, cottage property that you found in the Kawarthas. Tell me a bit about about the inspiration for this new for this new this new show. Yeah, well, you know, it's I think it's unavoidable as a, you know, as someone who does television, does reality television. I mean, when we say reality television, our shows are the situation is real, but there's a format to what you're seeing. Um, but more and more people want to know what's happening behind the curtain. They're like, what's what's real life like? And um, when the pandemic first started, uh, it became a real challenge for us to cast. We lost like six or seven homeowners in terms of they weren't comfortable being part of the show. Plus, we had to shut down. So timelines and then the price of material went up. It was a very challenging time to shoot our shows uh, during the pandemic. And we had to make changes and adapt. But one of the blessings in disguise came along as I had a little more free time in between filming episodes and I was looking at some properties and early days, two years ago, nothing was moving in the market. Any piece of real estate that was listed was literally frozen. Uh, there were no open houses. There was no agents going through them. So I would go and see properties on my own on the phone with the agent walking around these properties. And I went to go see this one and I thought, wow, this thing is massive. And I can just, you know, we kind of saw the the wave coming for the vacation market, the short term or what I call the domestic short term vacation market. So I called my wife and I said, listen, I'm going to pick you up. I'm going to come and show you this property. I think it's it's a huge opportunity. It's really interesting. 
it's beautiful, like beautiful waterfront, beautiful piece of property. And I kind of had this list, this list of like 10 things that I was always looking for with a vacation property. And this had like seven or six or seven of them. And the ones that it didn't have, I knew we could do, which is making the cottages nice, uh, making some improvements to the to the landscaping, things like that. So um, we went in, we put an offer in that night, we got the property and all of a sudden it was, guess what? We're filming my place now. And, and that's what we did. And it, it was hard. This was a, the timing was tough. The property needed a tremendous amount of work and it's a massive property. It's got four separate lots with six different buildings on it. Everything needed renovating. And then we tried to make it all into a TV show, which always complicates it. I was going to say, you must have, there must have been times during the filming of this particular series where you felt like you'd bitten off a lot. Yeah, there was many times. And it, I mean, it's in the show where like, I'm just having a real conversation with my family because my wife's a teacher. It has not been an easy world for teachers for the last two years. I've witnessed it firsthand how challenging uh, you know life as a teacher is these days. And my wife you know, stayed full time, whether she was remote, synchronous, asynchronous in school, she was doing all the bouncing around last minute changes. And uh, meanwhile, we're trying to film and accommodate at the same time. So we were pressed, we were trying to get it all done while she was off. Uh, And, you know, when you're in a rush, the world always throws a wrench in your plans, all of a sudden supply chain issues and labor shortages. It was totally uh, it was full of unexpected twists and turns. Um, we're still working on it, to be honest, even though it's going yeah. to air. <laughs> it's on the air now, uh, and we're still working on it. So there's still lots to do. I'm speaking with HGTV host and star Scott McGilvery about his new series, uh, Scott's Own Vacation House, uh, which is really fascinating. And it does, again, as you mentioned, it does it does turn the camera on you and your family and, and, and this and this incredible project that you took on to have your own place, which is, is, has so many charming elements to it. And I did want to touch on one thing that I found really touching about, uh, about watching it. Um, and we can get to that right after this. I'm back with HGTV host and star, real estate investor and contractor, Scott McGilvery, host of many programs, but including Scott's own Vacation House, which is a focuses on the, um, well, I guess, really the complete renovation of this massive property and several buildings in uh, in the Kawartha Lakes area, uh, north, or I guess, northeast of Toronto would be the right uh, way to describe it. One of the things you brought up in one of the episodes, and this, because my dad has a cottage, my dad loves his cottage, was just the family connections, why it was important to you to have a cottage and to see having a cottage as a dad and the memories that it brought back for you of your childhood. Yeah, that's uh, some of my best memories are spending time with my family when I was a kid. Um, yeah, we look back at, uh, you look back at holidays and experiences and, you know, there's not a lot of them where it's like, remember the time we were at home and we did that amazing thing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it is, you know, we went up to the cottage and we, built a Quincy or we went and had a huge Thanksgiving family reunion and a beautiful long weekend where we learn how to water ski or whatever it is. Like those are some of the best memories. And, um, you know, with, uh, with the way the whole world was for the last few years, not having an outlet for that put a lot of people under the pressure to find an outlet to have experiences domestically. And, I've been looking for 
I've I've been casually looking at properties for a long time in the in the cottage market, and I've acquired a, a whole ton of um, short term vacation rentals, but nothing that I would have considered a personal use property. Where this one satisfied both buckets, it was a large enough property, a large enough purchase because it's actually four individual properties with five different buildings, six actually different buildings on them. Um, so I saw the best of both worlds. I'm like, we can start, we can fix this up and start monetizing it now. It's an hour and 40 minutes from the city, which is great. It's so close. And, um, and in the long term, I could see us establishing uh, ourselves in this location. So we're trying a bit of both. The first guests, our first renters show up uh, the first week of April. We've got it rented for April, May and June. Uh, and then we've kept one of the buildings, which uh, is off at the very far end, that we're going to use ourselves as well. So we're, we are really trying the best of both worlds with this place. And I loved how, how your daughters chimed in as well, because it does have that one greatest feature, which is the jump off the dock dock. You have to be able to run and jump off the dock or it's disqualified from my list. <laughs> that was top of, top of that list of 10 was that was the jump off the dock. Um, well, it's, again, it's, it's one of the, it's like a tradition anyway, for my friends and I, and even with my family growing up, before you leave the cottage, like Sunday afternoon, you, one last run and jump off the dock, then you can dry off and leave. It's, it's complete. I did get the bit, I mean, I was, I've, I've obviously watched your shows and I did get the impression, even just from watching the, the, tr- the first episode of, of this new series, that it was very personal, that it was, it comes across as being, you have the girls, you have your wife, you, have, you talk about your dad. Um, it was a very personal show for you. It, it's, it is a very personal show. It's my family and I, for sure. And it's, listen, life hasn't necessarily, I feel fortunate in the things that we've done as a family, but life itself uh, has thrown a lot of curveballs at our families in the last several years. Um, and it's been, it's been challenging. We've lost uh, five family members in five years and uh and it really puts things in perspective um, as to how, how you, you know, you've got to enjoy the time you have with your family and you got to make memories now. And, uh, and that's really what this show, you know, it, it is about us, of course, because it is our family. But I always hope to inspire other people and maybe show them uh, that think what is possible, right? Things that seem impossible. This is a property that Nobody wanted to buy. It was impossible to fix it all up. And I, in my mind, it's like when something is hard, that's what I want to do. I want to do the hard things because it's worth it in the end. And uh, sometimes it's hard to uh, regroup as a family. Sometimes it's hard to, you know, extend yourself to purchase a property. But where there's a will, there's a way. And where there's an opportunity for us to monetize, which this property completely does strategically. This is a very good investment is what it is. But personally, it also satisfies a lot of the elements that we are looking for as a family. So to me, I'm like, there's at least two ways we can win with this property. Um, It's going to be hard, uh, but that's what we do. I'm like, I always say that to my kids, we're McGilvery's. We do the hard things because it's worth it. I was laughing during during the show that 1980s retro is all very good and fine and dandy in most things, but not in home decor. That was the uh, uh, looking at the place that yes, you were walking the carpeted through. Bathrooms. The carpeted bathrooms is what really gets gets me every time. I'm like, when was this a good idea to carpet around the toilet? I don't know. 
Hard to say. Hard to say. I guess the last question I had for you is just, you know, lots of people do watch the show for for advice. What advice do you have now? We're coming out of a pandemic. Uh, the real estate market is, you know, mind boggling at the best of times. What advice do you have for people now who are looking to, to try and follow in your footsteps? You know what? For 20 years, I've been trying to help people achieve their real estate goals, whether it's just buying a primary residence or investing in real estate as an opportunity to generate wealth. And it's always hard. It's, it was hard 20 years ago. It was hard 10 years ago. And it's hard now. And guess what? It's going to be hard later as well. It's always going to be harder to acquire real estate, in, especially in a country like Canada, where we have uh, an expanding growth. Uh, we have growth expanding like crazy. We have a huge immigration policy. There's not enough um, housing to accommodate everybody. And uh, we're looking at things like low interest rates and inflation, all pointing to the direction that housing prices aren't coming down anytime soon. So you've got to get creative. And a lot of people are getting creative now. The reason why people are buying these properties is because they know they can afford them if they can monetize them strategically. And being able to have an income generating portion of your property or a lot of these properties now, joint ventures. We're seeing siblings buying properties. We're seeing parents and their kids coming together buying properties. We even see friends pairing up together and buying properties because that's the reality moving forward is that uh, affordability isn't coming down. So creativity is going to have to go up. Scott McGillivray, thank you so much for your time tonight. I appreciate it. Good luck with the new show. Look forward to seeing where it all where it all heads as the episodes progress. Thanks so much, Ben.